Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2711. I'm still unhappy with where the microphone is. Jesus Christ, am I unhappy. <laughs> welcome to the program, everybody. Uh, 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 November 2nd, the first uh, the first day of the return of daylight. St- no, not daylight. Uh, uh, standard time. We're, uh, the return of standard time. So uh, welcome back. I know that uh, that makes some people sleepy. Uh, you got that extra hour yesterday and over a year that's already dragging on. Certainly. <laughs> and now, I, but you lost the hour in April. So you're just getting the hour back. I understand that. But uh, boy, did yesterday drag. Oh, did it drag on? <laughs> and then uh, you wake up today. You're still a little sleepy. Uh, now, listen, welcome you in. This, of course, is being recorded on Monday, November 2nd, 2020. November 3rd is tomorrow where the mm. whole world will change. Hopefully, well, it will change one way or the other. It will either uh, get worse or get better. Uh, and we will not know the results tomorrow. We will know the results. Uh, well, we might if it's a blowout. Uh, uh, you never know. I'm going to guess you that uh, either way, it will in the short term get worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there's no question. I agree with that, Matt Belknap. What are the odds that uh, if it isn't going Trump's way, he's like, hey, we got to wait to count all the votes. We got to wait to count all the votes. Oh, I think he says that uh, at uh, uh, four o'clock our time, I think, is when he starts. <laughs> if he's not, if he's not winning. Uh, you know, he's going to go, you know, I, talked to, I, I talked to my advisors, you know, it, it dawned on me that, uh, you know what, it's just uh, uh, this projected winners is what happens the day of the actual one. It takes days. And that's I think that, by the way, I think it's spot on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Call Very Lord few Michaels. people know this, but it's just projected winners. I, I've just I've just discovered this. Right. Not not all the people know it's projected. <laughs> what, a, what a moron he is. Um, so, uh, hey, speaking of uh, bad Trump impressions, uh, very nice that we didn't have to see uh, Alec Baldwin's over the weekend. That was a nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to assume we're going to one way or the other. Well, one way, the way we hope it goes, we're going to see it one more time minimum uh, right. next weekend. Yeah. But, but uh, this, yeah, that was a nice it, break. If Biden <laughs> wins, and by the way, I, when I say if, I'm, I'm very optimistically uh, cautious. And, um, <laughs> optimistically cautious. Uh-huh. The... Um, uh, do we get stuck seeing Jim Carrey's horrible uh, Joe Biden for the next four I years? I was or wondering he... that. Yeah, hmm. it doesn't seem doesn't seem right or possible that he would just keep doing it. He might at most finish out the season, but I don't think he's going to do it into 2021, 22. If we look at Lauren Michaels track record on that, he'll do it for the next That's six years. True. <laughs> yeah. But it stinks. It's not great. I mean, I enjoy his performance, though. Do you really? I think some of it. What he, I laughed at some of the stuff from actually, the cold. Actually, the what the one this week was was the closest to being funny that I thought they got um, because it wasn't just a rehash of all the memes and jokes we already saw on the internet yeah. of a debate. It was like it had an idea. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a great point. A comic idea that Jim Carrey could sink his teeth into a little bit, and you know, yeah, okay, maybe he's lost his fastball a little bit as a as a performer as a sketch performer but he's still got a little something in there yeah well we wish him luck as we do all the millionaires that uh, have a hobby (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, and decide to paint. Mean, meanwhile, the new kid, Nick DeLucas, whatever his name is, is sitting off to the side going, I do a pretty decent Joe Biden. But I don't know if he does, by the way. I'm just saying, like, right. you put, put Kyle Mooney in a wig, I'm sure he can do a fucking Joe Biden. But as right. we, as anyone would have predicted with a John Mulaney episode, easily the best episode of the season. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, uh, some people on the internet disagree with you. Uh, I am not one of those. I agree with you that it's the it, that it was the best of the season. Uh, some people are like, "Oh, worst episode in a while." It, w- really? Had, did you not watch in seven years? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I thought uh, that stupid birds sketch cracked me up, man. That, you enjoyed it? It really got me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was really. Oh, cool. like, yeah. It was very silly. It's very, very stupid and silly. Yeah. Yeah. Just my. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed most of it. I thought the news was uh, on point, as the young people say. Mm -hmm. The news was short, though, right? Well, because they didn't ram nine other unnecessary, other than fucking shitbag Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We showed that Charlie has never seen SNL in his life. And um, and Zoe, we were last night. She wanted to see the musical number that they did because, you know, they do that every time Mulaney Mm -hmm. comes out. And uh, she hadn't seen the, this one yet. So we put that on. But then he's like, as we were fast forwarding to it, Charlie saw Baby Yoda. And he was like, what's that? So we watched <laughs> it. He, it was like, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember the first time you ever saw SNL. I was older than he was probably. But, um, you know, it's kind of mind blowing when you're old enough to understand it. Uh, just uh, just old enough to understand what's happening. It's greatest thing in the world it doesn't matter what era it was like the first time i saw it it was the end of the eddie murphy era um which was it had eddie murphy (laughs) 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 and that's about all you could say about that Joe pisco did some funny stuff you can't yeah yeah, i guess but did you then explain to charlie uh charlie don't get too excited the actor behind that makeup usually is a swing and a fucking miss (laughs) did you say that to him i didn't i didn't i didn't feel the need to get into the politics of uh, i'd like to have you sit him down the night and go uh just so you know, that guy's usually a swing and a miss. I like Kyle Mooney, but I I, I know what you're like on the show. Uh, I feel like he hasn't. Uh, I, I like his stuff. I like his like digital short type stuff. Like I yeah, the like digital short stuff. I like. That's where he's best uh, used. And well, I think we are. And, and, uh, that's the beauty of Siskel and Ebert is that that's where the <laughs> thumbs up premise came of is people can have different opinions on things. Yeah, and uh, sounds like two thumbs up. Certainly one thumbs down. You're just a boomer, man. You don't get it. You don't get our. Oh, I, oh, I very much get it. You don't get our I millennial humor. Uh, Elliot and me are, are millennials, and we we understand the hip, uh, yeah, on a comedy sure. of today. You definitely sound like a Kyle Mooney character. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, nice, uh, nice episode. We laughed. We enjoyed. That's all you have to. Uh, that's yeah. All you need to take away from that. Uh, uh, I actually liked, uh, other than the vocals, I thought the vocals were a little subpar. I, I enjoyed the two songs by The Strokes. I thought the uh, vocal, I didn't like the mic that they used. I never mm-hmm. liked that mic for vocals, even though some vocalists do. Um, and uh, I mean, that guy's built his career on that mic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's every Strokes I album. I don't like that microphone. And usually he, like I said, the first, my takeaway was, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing these songs produced mm-hmm. the, uh, and hear his voice uh, good. I did, you know, I always fast forward those things, but I did, I did listen to like, 30 seconds of each song and yeah. i was like yep they're still the strokes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i enjoyed them i enjoyed yeah. both the songs they're, they're good they're good i, I just didn't um, if you like a certain kind of sound they will provide that sound uh i will also uh, by the way thank you to everybody that uh, joined us for the uh the live stream on halloween uh uh had a nice uh, group of folks that stopped by for that and uh, of course if you are not a member of the platinum uh, you could sign up for that and we do them once a month 
then if you're on the top level, we do a quarterly as well. Where we play some stupid game or whatever. Uh, but uh, in that, we talked about how I was going to go see A Nightmare Before Christmas as he, at, a, at a drive-in mm. Saturday night for Halloween. And um, I still, here's the thing. I, 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 I kind of bad-mouthed it a little bit. Um, I still maintain that I think it's perfectly uh, an hour and 16 minutes. It should not be a second longer. Uh, but you know what? I liked it. I, I liked it a lot more than I remember liking it. I very much enjoyed it. Um, and it was nice to uh, be out of the house and seeing it on uh, this particular place. Uh, by the way, had two huge screens. Oh, wow. Uh, showing it at the same time. Hmm. And uh, back to back or side by they side? Were, they were, um, well, six feet apart probably for social distance. <laughs> but they were... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know what? Probably a hundred yards away from each other. No, that seems like too much. Fifty yards, half a football field. Uh, maybe a half a football field. Like they were just they were side by side, but they were separated, and so they either put you, uh, you know, okay, go to your right, and then they would fill up that part of the parking right. lot. It was at the Santa Anita racetrack parking lot, so yeah. there was a lot of space. Hmm. Um, and there were a lot of cars. It was really, really crowded. It was the mm. most crowded I've been uh, of any of these drive-ins that I've been to. People love that movie, especially in SoCal, man. They really do. I know it. Just go to Disneyland any other year than this year. <laughs> uh, around, like in the in the month of October, you'll see 500 Sallys. I know. And, uh, and by that, I mean, you, you mean John Sally, everybody dressed like uh, former <laughs> NBA right. player John Sally. The Spider-Man, yeah. You know, he's really funny, man. <laughs> he's really funny. <laughs> Uh, but we did that very much enjoyed it. And, uh, uh, the other positive energy that I want to uh, throw out there is, uh, as much as we kick, uh, uh, Chris Malamphy in the face for his hit parader, uh, podcast, uh, I very much enjoyed his Jim Steinman episode. I, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I was, uh, people were like, oh boy, Pardo's going to be pissed about this one because he, because <laughs> I love Jim Steinman so much and I love meatloaf so much. Uh, but I like what Chris Malamphy does what he did on this one where he, there's no opinion involved. It's him just giving information yeah. and you're learning about the artist and it's not him putting his weird little narrow hipster vibe energy into something. Right. Um, I mean, and he, then the, uh, he uses adjectives that you may sometimes consider um, derogatory, not derogatory, even just um, kind of, uh, you know, he called him schlocky. I think at some point I um, did not care for that, but, uh, <laughs> but I think, you know what, in fairness, when somebody recently asked me to do one of the and I finally uh, did it because we were in the middle of a pandemic and not leaving our couches uh, one of those do an album a day that matters to you that sort of thing and I believe the second one I did was Meat Loaf's Bed Out of Hell uh, and I said you know that, that you know the bombastic over the top Broadway you know vibe hits the theater geek in me I love this album so when he did say bombastic it didn't bother me because I used right. the same word I, it would be hypocrit- hypocritical of me but, but schlocky seemed unfair to me but mm-hmm. But I could also understand it. I, yeah. Know. I mean, I, I like some of that music. Um, I, but it, it is, I do think it's patently ridiculous. Like when you, <laughs> when you step back from it, you go like, this is a strange thing to do with, with music, with, with a pop album, because it's like the lyrics are kind of nonsensical. It almost, it feels like, um, it feels like it should be telling a story, but it's doing the opposite. It's 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 almost like it was translated from another language. <laughs> I hear uh, what you're saying, uh, but it is telling a story. They, uh, you know, it comes from various. Uh, you know, the problem is that it, it it comes from various different things. And you you listen to the episode, you know this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, various different things in Jim Steinman's life where it is <laughs> telling a story. But I hear what you're saying because, but but Matt, keep in mind that on Dead Ringer there is a song called "Dance in My Pants." <laughs> 
And so I would thank you to rethink your statement yeah. that the songs are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's crazy how he rams like he he's an interesting guy because he I don't think he's necessarily a good lyricist. And yet that is kind of what he's hung his hat on is like being a lyricist. But he rams insane words and insane choices into places that I don't feel like they belong just to complete a very like awkward and a stretch of an idiom or like, you know, it, it, everything is just like, you know, objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. Like what the, what? Yeah. That's a thing that exists. Why are you building an entire song around that? I, by the way, I love that song. I think that song is fantastic. It may be my favorite song. I bet out of hell too. I think it's, it's wonderful. So, it's so silly. It's so silly. Objects in the review mirror may appear closer than they are. And all, by the way, song. isn't that isn't that the opposite of what the mirrors actually say on them? Isn't it the objects in the review mirror may be closer than they appear? Because the mirror actually makes it look like they're farther Wait, away. Objects in the review mirror may appear closer than they are. They don't appear closer than they are. They may be no, closer, closer than they than appear. They yeah, they are. yeah, yeah. He's a lyricist, man. He's <laughs> turning it on his ear. That's why I'm mad at him. <laughs> Don't be mad at him. Stop it. Stop being mad at Jim Steinman. <laughs> that's the only problem I have with Jim Steinman is that he got the mirror it's, thing wrong. <laughs> uh, he's also a living vampire. We should be concerned about that. Uh, to your point about him being a lyricist, by the way, uh, and, and again, I love, I, and I'm not kidding, I love everything Jim Steinman has done. Every, uh, every uh, Celine Dion, Bonnie Tyler, Air Supply, that Air Supply song, I think, is flawless. The, every meatloaf thing he's done, his solo album, as I talked about on Jimmy's Records and Tapes, I love it. Uh, but the thing he did with Andrew Lloyd Webber, uh, which I uh, whistled down the wind, I think it's called. Yeah. Where he, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who I love, Avita, Jesus Christ Superstar, two of my favorites. Jim Steinman, one of my favorites. I think it sucks. <laughs> right. And that was a situation where, for people who haven't heard this episode, where... Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber was writing the music and Jim Steinman was only writing the lyrics. Right. So it's like you, you've got the guy that I think that's his greatest liability. Like I kind of like his hooks, but I don't really care for his lyrics. So mm. now you're like, you focus on the words, which you're not good at. And Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> got to focus on the music, which, you know, he's, he's had some hits and misses, but it, uh, boy, it's, it, it was a bummer. Cause it was like, Harry, are you kidding me? It's like, it's like the two guys jizz in one cup for me. Like it was <laughs> <laughs> two music heroes, one cup for Pardo. And, uh, I'm ready to take my drink and no, thank you. Oh boy. No, thank you. That Somebody up, had asparagus. By the way, I don't know how that video works. Is that what happens in that video? It's, it's, uh, it's shit, but no. it's. What? It's not jizz? It's no. No. No, no it's I haven't no. watched it. It's I, I, you do not want to watch it. Let's just no. say of all the videos that exist in the world, Jimmy Pardo. Wait. Oh, you do Jesus. not want to watch the video that you're making jokes. Yeah, well, I misunderstood this thing. Uh, and, if, and, and somebody's going to go, uh, not true on episode 712. It was explained to you. I, I recognize <laughs> that's possible, but I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of that, had some phone guys, had some uh, private phone calls as we do with the uh, uh, the top tier level of the Platinum Club, if that's uh, how you were so kind to support this program. Um, and so people were quoting episodes uh, and not not in that weird SNL, uh, William Shatner get a life sort of way, in a, in a great way, but it's like, hey, episode 512, when you blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I, I, I've never been more flattered in my life. It was fascinating. Like, how do you remember the episode number? Uh, how do you remember what I, what I what said and, uh, like, but they would say, you know, it was episode 722 that made me like, it was right that episode where I was like, I'm a, I want to be a fan of this show for life. Like that sort of thing. Wow. And, uh, it was very nice. Cool. They had some nice phone calls with some nice people. 
I mean, it's not that different than you remembering Jim Steinman writing a song called Dance in My Pants, honestly. I can dance in my pants. Take it up on the way. By the way, uh, as much as I love Jim Steinman, uh, I will not. Uh, uh, I'm also very, I'm not, I'm not stupid. That song's awful. <laughs> that episode reminded me of something that I totally forgot about, which is that you and I had tickets to the Bad Out of Hell musical that was supposed to come to L.A. and then they canceled it for why, Jimmy? Uh, lack of uh, lack of ticket sales. Lack of interest. <laughs> oh no! Lack of interest. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, it got good reviews in Toronto. It got good reviews in New York. Um, so I'm surprised. I think it that- still was playing in Vegas. I don't know. Maybe sporadically. I don't know what what the run is like there. But uh, I guess we could have, if we really wanted to, we could have driven to Vegas. Well, that seems insane. But uh, it, if you look at, the, if if you go, because uh, it's available on iTunes, if you go to get uh, the original cast recording of it, it's all of this. Jim Steinman songs that you'd know and love, if, yeah. you know, if if you love them. It's, it's basically them. a Jim Steinman jukebox, jukebox musical, yes. uh, but with the added feature of his music always sounded like it was from a musical that you hadn't heard of. <laughs> so, right, exactly. So there but you it's go. It's got the Air Supply song. It's got the Bonnie Tyler song. It's got the Celine Dion. It's got the, all of the stuff in addition to the meatloaf stuff. Yeah. I love that Air Supply song and I love the uh, um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. But uh, hearing them back to back really drove home to me how it's basically the same song. Same exact song. <laughs> it's insane uh, that they came out the same year because and then they were both hits because it's like so people heard the Bonnie Tyler and they're like, great, uh, give me one of those on a 45. And then they heard the air survive like, yep, I'll take that one, too. I'd like to hear it with these two guys from Australia and their high pitched voices. Yeah. What song is that, by the way? What's it called? Make it love out of nothing at all. Make it love. Out of oh, nothing heaven. at all. Making love. Making love. Uh, two songs that were offered to Meat Loaf for his Dead Ringer album, and uh, CBS turned it down. I also realized uh, from that episode that I think uh, the main thing I don't like about Jim Steinman is Meat Loaf. <laughs> like, is that right? <laughs> because I think once he started working with other people, that's when I started liking his songs. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because I actually like his version. Like when Meat Loaf uh, wraps his head around uh, that uh, Celine Dion song, I, uh, I like it. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. That's an interesting one because it does feel a little more at home in his voice than it does in Celine's. And Celine's version is fine, but it's like it it it, it feels like it was supposed to be me alone. <laughs> I, I but to your point, I don't think those two, the Bonnie Tyler and the Air, Air Supply. In fact, Oliver and I had this conversation yesterday. Uh, believe it or not, uh, <laughs> that we don't think that they would have been as good with Meatloaf doing them. I agree. I think that's yeah. especially Total Eclipse of the Heart. It definitely needed to be a female vocal. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Uh, all right. Well, listen, this has been the, your hit parade. Uh, <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need to listen to hit, hit parade if you just listen to us and we'll give you uh, all the highlights. And actually, the bridge episode I like, too. Like, this was a very rare month for me to not get mad at Chris Malamphy. I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> but I will. Like, can I just quickly say the thing that the most interesting thing I learned from that Jim Steinman episode is that when Jim Steinman was in college, he wrote a musical and cast himself in the lead. And in that musical, which I don't remember the name of, he sang a song that contained the the germ of the idea and and even the lyric for total eclipse of the heart it it he was it was him they had they have a recording of him in 1969 oh, wow. singing turn around every now and then and it's like dude and then he and then he put that same melody in a score that he did for a movie that no one's ever heard of from the early right. 80s and then he wrote total eclipse of the heart and then he brought that same melody back for that shitty thing with andrew lloyd webber too right yes he used he it four the- times <laughs> 
Listen, you got something in the bag, you use it. When I go golfing, Matt, I don't leave the seven iron in the bag. If I have it, I'm using it. <laughs> That's like that. That hook is his E equals MC squared. He's just like, <laughs> I am going to dine off this for the rest of my fucking life. Uh, I was, you know, and again, I, I knew most of that stuff, but it was uh, it was interesting to hear that like that. that fact, and, the, and the fact that he found uh, audio of it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Of him, uh, of, of that. Sounds uh, cool. The Dream Engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was yeah that was the name of it, The Dream Engine. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's Garen Cockerell down there, of course. Uh, uh, still in L.A. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, Halloween is... Uh, Garen, uh, Matt, let me ask you a question. Now, we talked about this on the... Uh, uh the, the live stream i was yes. curious you guys had the sign out front uh, basically saying get away children we're assholes well, how did, uh, did you get any trick-or-treaters what happened by the way that was a lot of houses in our neighborhood because our neighborhood always gets slammed it's just one of those neighborhoods that i've said this before like vans will pull up at the corner of our street and 25 kids will pile out and start trick-or-treating so everybody in the neighborhood i think felt like to discourage that kind of unsafe in a, during a pandemic, it's not really a good idea for that many people to be congregating in one place that we should put these signs out. But uh, Elise definitely caved to the instinct to provide candy for, for her children. And so what we did was we had, obviously we had a lot of candy uh, as and anyone who was in the live stream knows we had way too much candy. So we, um, we took the sign and we just put it uh, on our porch like uh, next to the door so that if you got to the door you wouldn't knock on the door but we then we bagged up we did like an uh, like an assortment bag we had these these clear bags and so we just put like five things of candy in each bag and twist tied them up and then put those in a basket and put that on the on the walkway mm. so that if anybody came along they could just take one of those and move on and so in our heads we were like you know Either either no one's going to show up or uh, one group of kids is going to clean this thing out in five seconds. But actually, neither thing happened. Uh, like we got maybe uh, seven or eight groups over the course of the night probably came along that we heard that we could hear coming. And uh, and yet we didn't run out. So it, it ended up working out like everybody. I mean, there were people out there and uh, I guess God bless them, and they got some candy. Yeah, who's from us. out there? Who's going? I don't know. You know what? We're still going. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie and I had we we're at the park in the afternoon and walked on on our walk home. Saw a couple of houses that had the tube set up. I I, and, I do like great. the tube set up. I do love the and and just because we were walking by, like he wasn't in a costume, we had just been playing soccer, but. But even just him walking by, they're like, you want some candy? Like, they were so excited to use the tube right? <laughs> that he ended up getting some candy just on the way home from the park, which is kind of cool. So the, let me ask you, though, about the tube. Because, uh, by the way, I, I, the friends that I, I, in fact, Brad Wilhelm, who we know from uh, the Comedy Attic, friend yeah. of the show, um, uh, he did the tube. Uh, my friend Pete Moore did a Hot Wheel track where he would slide it down a Hot Wheel track with yeah. then the little ramp at the end uh but so the premise is they're six feet away mm -hmm. right so the person's six feet away yeah uh, so you're socially distant but you're also aren't you then touching the candy at one point well, and then you could have a glove the right? woman have... yeah they had gloves on and masks and everything all right and then what you know like a like a lunatic i, I wiped it all down when we got home <laughs> uh which was probably totally unnecessary but i still felt the need to he do was it. able to uh, wait huh? he didn't uh, he didn't open up on the uh, walk home he didn't care about the candy he was just excited that tube yeah it was just exciting to see it come out of the tube <laughs> what kind of candy was it was it a snicker where you get the milk duds he got a he got a lollipop like a blow pop or not a blow pop maybe a blow pop um 
And then uh, uh, Nerds and um, some M&Ms. You know, the standard stuff that comes in those yeah. variety packs. Boy, I like it. Yeah. Like candy. I had a bunch. We bought a... Uh, Ralph's had a buy uh, buy two, get one free of the uh, M&Ms. It was like, well, you know what? We're going to buy a little candy for... Uh, the the drive-in little sneaky snack for the drive-in mm-hmm. um and uh i rationalized hey i'm stressed out and depressed about what's happening with our election <laughs> uh, it's okay if i eat this entire bag of caramel m&ms wow <laughs> and caramel nice wow. oh boy did i eat them oh boy I, in fact danielle and oliver don't even know that the bag is gone, the bag's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're gonna go in there and they're gonna go hey where's the caramel and, I, and i'm literally gonna be like the, the dog the, or the cat that ate the canary i'm gonna <laughs> like oh, I don't know what happened. Let's uh, let's see if we can find it. And yeah, feather fa- falling out of my mouth. Just just <laughs> say that you opened it and they all spilled out. <laughs> you, you had to throw them away. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, in your, I, in your I could not stop eating them. I yeah. just couldn't stop eating them. I was the same way on Saturday. I I even in the live stream, I had that goddamn cake bowl was next to me, and so I just kept eating them. <laughs> and then the, Elise got a, a bag. This, by the way, this is really my kryptonite. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, there's a Haribo assortment bag that you can get. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the gummy bears, which is my absolute favorite, but it's also the, the Coke bottles and the sour thingies. And then a new thing that I'd never heard of before, uh, sour vampire bath gummies. I'm in. And they don't have the sugar coat, the sprinkling on the outside. It's just, it looks like a regular gummy, but it's sour. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. So good. My new favorite candy. Dangerous. <laughs> just like it's a Bangkok vampire dangerous. very dangerous yeah oh my god I am a little hesitant to eat anything that's shaped like a bath though because of this uh, kind of that's, uh, <laughs> that's the fun of it good. yeah it's totally uh, t- 2020 appropriate uh, by the way there's a product I saw that it popped up on my Facebook uh, and I don't know why I guess maybe because I like baseball but it was like uh, it is the t- you know you know how baseball bats will have that little cup yeah at the top but this is they it's the top of a bat that they drilled into it and uh, so you could drink your drink out of uh, out of a bat, and it's like, and the premise of don't you want to drink out of a bat? Like this seems like the per- absolute wrong marketing right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's really bizarre. Uh, By the way, no, I don't. I've never once thought, hey, I'd love to drink out of a bat. Not ever. You know what? I do want a wood cup, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a three and a half foot wooden cup. I'm with you. And, and by the way, they've been selling those at Bed Bath and Beyond with like the with the team logos for. Ever, as far as I can think, but mm. uh, these people seem to think that they uh, are uh, new. What is that uh, uh, convex thing for? Is that to reduce uh, vibration? Maybe I don't know. I thought I always thought it was to get more distance. Hmm. I, well, I, if you have a like, golf balls have dimples so that they they will spin faster. So maybe it's related to that. Like oh, maybe, maybe it's get bat more speed. Maybe the bat speed is. Uh, well, I guess you're, then that's what you said. Less resistance, right? Didn't you say yeah. that? No, no. I meant like after on contact. Oh, you said vibration. Less right. vibration. Yeah. So maybe it would be. Yeah. Garen, look that up. Why is there that little scoop at the end of uh, some baseball? Because not all of them have it either. Right. And, but it seems like. So what's the difference between that and, a, and corking a bat? Well, that corking is not allowed because it, it right. gives you more distance. Th- that That's like you drill in the middle and fill the middle with cork. I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't, for, I don't know why but it, it makes it go farther like it's there's some physics that i don't really understand but happening that's yet. not allowed right? right right absolutely not allowed but that's the reason why uh, i kind of asked the question by cupping out the end that will remove any unnecessary weight that is toward the end of the barrel and allow a player to have more control and give them a quicker swing hmm. right, quicker so, swing speed well i mean it does make sense because like if you have a longer uh stick 
you get more leverage out. So the, so the weight at the end would have more effect than the weight closer to your hand. So that makes sense. Sure, that was the same thing he said. I'm going to okay. quote the band Crocus, uh, big stick go boom. <laughs> I think Matt said something and it just it didn't happen. Yeah, what'd you say, Matt? I, I, I was just saying I don't think that's the same thing as what Garen said, but uh, but what you said also may be true. <laughs> he was well, saying it's, so. it just it just light, it makes the bat lighter at the end so you can swing it, you know, you can turn it faster. Well, that's, well that, 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 that is really what I'm saying. Said. Yeah, because it, it changes the torque. Because because a weight if you put if you put a big weight like that's what they do actually they put big weights at the end of the bats when they're swing, starting to swing right and then they pop it off and then they can do more yeah it's because that has a huge effect on right, on right how hard it is yeah okay they do that with golf too they get that little donut that you throw down at the yeah. end of the club and uh, by the way I've never seen a professional golfer do that it's always one of those <laughs> things where you see it at the golf store and. But I bet they train with heavy, like they they also imagine. make that stick that you can just that swing back and forth yeah. to build up your muscles. I bought one of those when I was on the road. I bought one of those. I was like, you know what? I'm in a, ho- a hotel room all the time. It's winter. You can't get out. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to work on my golf swing in the hotel room. And uh, what I ended up using it for was to uh, knock the slush off the back of my car after I would drive. <laughs> that's what the, that's what that thing ended up being uh, uh, used for. <laughs> uh, oh, here's all the slush that's now ice that I need to knock off so that my tire doesn't uh, rub against it. Yeah. I was going to ask how many how many uh, lamps did you smash with that thing in your hotel room? <laughs> I don't think it ever made it into a hotel room. I think I was like, hey, this uh, I just uh, hey, thank God I have this uh, this tool. Yeah, and uh, used it for that. Uh, it had a little click too, so that you knew, like, if it clicked, if it clicked, you knew that you were doing the swing right. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool. Uh, so, and I, and I would hear that perfectly as I was cleaning off the back tires, <laughs> <laughs> and yep. uh, as I would go through Michigan and the you know uh, blizzards and such. It's very important. The show must go on, gentlemen. The club, the, the club doesn't care that you're stuck in a blizzard. You got to get there and make with the funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now listen. Uh, Chris Fairbanks is going to be joining us. Chris, of course, as I mentioned uh, many times uh, since I saw that special, uh, my top three favorite specials that I've seen in eight, uh, in a long time. Boy, oh boy, do we love it here in the house. In fact, uh, Oliver Oliver quotes it maybe every day. Wow. Uh, uh, one of the lines. And uh, I, I may, I may I, in fact, I, I've been meaning to ask Chris to call Oliver and, and do it. Uh, just, you know, hey, perform, clown. For my son. <laughs> yeah. As a comic, you know that people love them. You love uh, when people do that. I think Chris might get a kick out of somebody giving a shit. I think, that, uh, <laughs> I think he's one of the few I can get away with, with mm-hmm. that. But I'm with you. Like, I, by the way, I haven't done it for that reason. Like, I yeah. would feel Does- very... Uh, does Oliver know he's coming on right today? He does not know. Uh, Oliver's very upset today because he has PE at school and he's also got to do some exercising around the house and he's not thrilled about the... Uh, so he's having to go to school for a phys ed? No, they do it uh, okay. virtually, but they yeah. he doesn't like the idea that he's got two phys eds today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, uh, Seems like the the way to solve that problem is to uh, toss some peanuts at Chris Fairbanks so he does a little dance for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. Perfect day, perfect, perfect day for... Well, you can't reward bad behavior. No, Nothing well, forever if, he, if he finishes the phys ed, that's his reward. Yeah, there you uh, go. Well, he'll, he'll fit it. You know, you know he's, he's, he's a completist, so he's not going to yeah. half-ass it. When he does it, he does it. And, uh, and again, Oliver, Oliver being, quote-unquote, a bad kid is another... Uh, somebody else going, oh, look, he's in a good mood today. So <laughs> it's all, yeah. you know, it's all relative. Um, all right. Now, listen. Oh, by the way, Matt, I saw that uh, I loved uh, Zoe's uh, uh, last minute costume of uh, 
Ruth Skater Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, Elise got her that uh, collar thing. The doily. Yeah. And she just put it. It's actually, it's not real. It's actually a necklace that just looks like the the doily thing. But then she had a, obviously a black sweater and then was going roller skating anyways. <laughs> sort of uh, all came together perfectly. But she did wear the glasses and the and the thing in her Zoom class on, on uh, Thursday or Friday. I forget. Because they don't really do Friday stuff uh, in middle school for her school. They kind of have like a, they have to do asynchronous work and check in with their teachers, but there's no classes. Mm. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, she was she did that. And Charlie was uh, Luigi from uh, from Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> if you want to know the full specificity of it. So he had the backpack and the ghost vacuum cleaner. Uh, Luigi's uh, a Ghostbuster. I don't know if you know that, Jimmy. Um, I did not know that until you just said it. Yeah, he's he's taken on in the last twenty years. He's taken on a new role as being a Ghostbuster, and he just goes around sucking up ghosts in a vacuum cleaner. Oh, all right. Uh, and just so that I'm clear, Luigi is Mario's brother. Yeah, of the Mario brothers. That's right. Their name, their last name is Mario. So his yep. name is Luigi Mario, and Mario. The other guy's name, Mario Mario. His name is Mario Mario. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Very. Well, I gotta meet those parents. Uh, the Mario's. The Mario's. The Mario's. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Do you know who they named? Who they named Mario after? Hang on. Oh. Is it Mario Puzo? It's not a famous person. You you wouldn't oh. know the person. Well, then I that I will not know. <laughs> <laughs> Mario was originally named Jumpman. Uh, yes. And. Um, when they uh, Nintendo of America is in is in Washington State, uh, they were renting a warehouse, uh, and were, they were late on their rent. And their landlord came in and was like super pissed that they were late on their rent and started jumping up and down and yelling, just like losing his shit at them about not paying their rent. And uh, and his name was Mario. Really? And the fact that he was so angry and jumping up and down, they were like, hey, we, we should call the character Mario because of that. Love it. Nice. And then, but the interesting thing about that is that after losing his shit on them, he, he let them stay. And uh, this was like, it, it was, you know, early in the company's foray into video games. And so like... I think they were still making Donkey Kong at the time. I don't think Donkey Kong may not have even been out yet. And um, and so he was like, he let them uh, slide on the rent for a month and uh, helped them stay in business long enough to turn the corner. And uh, just like we have with coronavirus in this country <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, and succeed. And so uh, and then they they asked that guy like in the 90s, like after nintendo became hugely successful like did you know that they named mario after you and he was like yeah and i still haven't seen my royalty check <laughs> <laughs> seems like you should get a couple of bucks it's in fairness right. he yeah. helped them stay afloat yeah yeah not a mario all right chris fairbanks is with us we're going to uh, bring him into the mix here in a second of course we've got oliver's uh, trivia question and uh, we'll go around the horn and check in with everybody it looks like elliot cut his hair we'll talk to him about that uh, we got a lot going on we'll talk about it when we come back right after this Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other... Are you at the... 
wild animal vet? No, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they'd like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So, uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay-as-you-work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey hiring's hard so hard so zip recruiters there to make it easy so easy that a boy matt you did exactly what i was hoping for we don't plan these folks we don't script these out we we sit down we go uh hey let's do a zip recruiter ad and then i i just say something and then matt responds and it's very very never not funny very brand. organic uh very organic we both turn into james austin johnson <laughs> doing trump very organic they're talking about organic <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 2711 huh 7 we're gonna go check that tarp out uh, but this is uh, 2711. This has nothing to do with that other than the fact that 7 and 11 are involved in uh, the uh, the episode number of this particular episode. Uh, now, listen, our friend Chris Fairbanks has joined us. As I mentioned before the break, Chris Fairbanks has one of my favorite three comedy podcasts. Uh, no, no, podcast is not involved at all. I don't care for his podcast at all. Uh, he's got three of my favorite comedy specials that I've watched um uh during this covid and maybe of all time uh, my family holy smokes do we laugh at this thing 
Uh, in fact, uh, Oliver, I tried to get Oliver uh, to come and say hello uh, in between the uh, break here and uh, to uh, come and say hello to Chris. Is Christopher Riggs frozen? Is there a chance he's frozen? Or is he doing, <laughs> he's doing a bit. He's doing the frozen character bit on Zoom. I was I was touched, and so my 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 face froze. Um, I texted Chris immediately after we watched it and told him how much we enjoyed the special. As I was saying, Oliver is in school, and I tried to grab him to take him away uh, so that he could say hello to Chris because I said, "Hey, Chris Fairbanks is on the show," and he lit up uh, as if I told him John Mulaney was on the show. Like he got really excited. Is my point? Uh, any comic it. besides his father is what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, Particularly Chris Oliver, and, uh, he quotes, and I, say, I said this uh, before we went to break, Oliver quotes the reggae bit almost every single day. Oh my God, that makes me feel great. Yeah. He, uh, and then something about a lion? That's what he said. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's, tell him that I almost called the special something about a lion. Oh, you know what, though? I'm kind of glad you didn't because... Yeah. Uh, don't give away the uh, the milk when the cow is nearby. That's not the phrase. Exactly. Well, yeah, so why eat at home when you can get hungry somewhere else, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Chris gets it. Chris, you yeah. get it. Uh, instead, what's it called? Uh, hey, get ready to cry at the end. What's the name of the <laughs> <laughs> That was our uh, third option. It's called Rescue Cactus. Yeah. That's right. Uh, equally is great. Uh, the special is great. If you have not watched it, you are doing yourself a disservice. Uh, I watched it on Venmo where I had to pay money, which or not Venmo. It was a Vimeo. Not Venmo. Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, I, you, thank you for Venmoing me that extra money, though. You're welcome. Uh, by the way, what are we, uh, six months away from Venmo doing original programming? <laughs> uh, PayPal's going to get involved. Anything to, you know, Quibi uh, failed. Uh, I bet you we could do it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Fairbanks is here. Hello, Chris. Hello, Jimmy. Thank you for the kind words. It makes me feel great. Now, Chris, from what I can tell, you um, have uh, not cut your hair since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, That is exactly correct. I haven't even trimmed it. Uh, It is uh, asymmetrical. It grows much faster back here if you see my profile. Yeah, you look like Marty Felt. Not Marty. You look. You look like Marty Allen from the side when you do that. Yeah, it is a. Uh, I don't know who that is, but I do think that it's probably a classic clown who died early. I want you all to uh, Google Marty Allen, and then not the face necessarily, just the idea of the crazy hair is is how it looks. Because he doesn't look like Marty Allen at all. That would be an insult to Chris Fairbanks. Well, it's better than Marty Feldman. Yeah. Um, eh, is it? I, I, he suffered from something I like to call googly-itis. <laughs> oh, man. There's the kind of comedy you can get from Chris's special uh, cactus head. Um, this thing is, uh, this special was, boy, it's great. Something about a lion. We, <laughs> my son just says, he, he, and he, he lights up, the, he lights up when he talks about it. That's how much he loves this special, Chris. Oh, that makes me feel great. I always... I think that it's important to me to make kids laugh. It really is. Well, think about what, you know, you and I have gone into comedy uh, by default. So have the other three guys in this room, Um, we've all gone into comedy. So at some point at at 13 years old, we loved comedy too. Like, you know what I mean? Like we were in eighth grade and loved Saturday Night, in my case, Saturday Night Live, Steve Martin, comedy movies. And so it's it's not crazy that my son would like uh, great comedy, you know? Yeah, I, 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 my nephew and my nieces listened to my first album when they were children 
even though I told my sister uh, they probably shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> but they saw I was in uh, at Kirkland. I did that. Uh, or no, it's in Seattle now. That laughs that place we worked once. Yeah. Uh, and they came and saw me live, my nephew and my nieces, and they laughed really hard and it made me feel a lot better than all the people my age and up laughing. <laughs> it's, I, I, you know what, I went to see, I, well, I didn't go to see, I, I opened for Robert Klein at the World Famous Improvisation uh, several years ago now, and it was during the summer, so the back of the room that were, were those, you know, those buses of high school kids that have no idea why they're seeing comedy. And, and that night was they're seeing literally an 80-year-old man yeah. do stand-up comedy and Rick Overton and Jimmy Pardo. And <laughs> uh, one of the kids, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, most of them were bored, looking at their phones, didn't care. One kid was sitting up in his chair laughing like crazy. And I went, that's the kid. Look at that yeah. kid. That kid gets it. He understands. Not, not only is he seeing a legend, he's, he's enjoying the comedy. He gets the jokes. It was... Uh, I, I that that kid alone made my night. Yeah, yeah. All you need is one, especially um, on one of those high school nights. I've done those shows too, and uh, it is a nightmare. But if you if you if you if you make it to one of them, oh, it feels so good. It is. There's got to be. I'm sure Owen Benjamin does well with the high school crowd, and I'm that, that's not. <laughs> but you know, I think the the, the simpler comedy that you do is is going to work with that age group if they if they're not into comedy yeah i agree i agree i don't know why owen benjamin had to get hurt in that i mean there's plenty of reasons to hurt owen benjamin i don't know if this was one of them yeah yeah they'd have to be young young proud boys uh <laughs> isn't he like a right-wing guy now now yeah, think, see i'll go i'll get specific with owen <laughs> oh no i think i think you're right i think i don't know if he's specifically a proud boy but he certainly is uh nuts Oh yeah, he he went that route. He's a uh, he's a right wing guy. I think uh, I think many uh, comics pick the you go uh, far left or far right, and hopefully you you find a, a bag of money at the end of it, and uh, <laughs> that'll make you feel good about what you've decided to do. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason that I will give him credit for is he sees the audience and he's just filling that void. Uh, now, Chris Fairbanks, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You refuse to cut your hair or you don't have a... I'll, I'll quote my own joke. I, what don't you have, scissors or a mirror? Um, <laughs> good piece of business. I used it that at, is. at Reggie Watts' expense on a uh, TBS special. Um, uh, have you done any of the stand-up comedy shows that are, are, are popping up now? The drive-in type stuff, the, uh, the, uh, the back of a, uh, of a bar, but everybody is social distance. You doing any of that? Like live shows. Yeah. No, I, I've been, uh, my manager has access to this facility and they built a stage and I've done a few shows with no audience at all uh, where there's a handful of people that I can hear that are patched through Zoom, uh, but I'm just performing in a room by myself and it is, it's nerve-wracking and scary and uh, because you're not hearing a lot of laughs. I can hear them in the distance. Once we figure out that part, I think I'll get used to it. But yeah, I've been doing these Zoom shows that are, of course, me sitting on a couch like this. And uh, they aren't that spiritually fulfilling. But the, uh, these live stage shows, we just did it with all my manager's clients like Ryan Singer and and uh, and many others. And... Uh, it, it felt like a real show, but it, yeah, there was no audience. I there see. was no humans there. And this was a, some sort of a, a venue has been built specifically for this, you tell me. Yes, yes. 
Interesting. And hopefully we'll figure it out and it will start to feel normal. But it's I the the first gig I have uh, is down in San Diego where they have a plexiglass. You're literally in a, like an aquarium. It's just all glass and they only hear you through the mic. And apparently I have access to the green room uh, from a separate entrance. So you never interact. So I really? said, yeah, I'll do that. But these clubs that are saying, oh, we have the audience spaced out or we've taken some precautions. I haven't done any of that. And I haven't done any drive-ins. I don't want anyone to honk at me uh, <laughs> um, while doing it, jokes. It would be, uh, you know, uh, our friend Nate Bargazzi is actually coming to Anaheim. He's going to be doing a uh, one of the drive-in shows, uh, the same place that I saw the band Dawes. Um, and uh, when he was on here, Chris, he was speaking about how weird it is. Because same deal. You don't really hear any laughs. And you just kind of talk and pause, hoping that they laugh in the right spots. Yeah, I did not know that that's what I needed. I didn't know how much. It's almost embarrassing how much I I need that. (laughs) I need to hear laughing. I just. It's the reason I do this. Yes, of course it is. Could you? I mean, that you're you know that's a great point. If you don't hear any laughter, then you go into the green room. Go. You did I do well? Did it? Was it all right at all? Well, it's funny because you and I, should we podcast, uh, we're never hearing laughs during that. You just trust that it's going to be good. And right. I thought that would transfer over to stand up. And it sure as hell doesn't. <laughs> I have no I have more faith in my conversation abilities than than 20 years of writing and performing. Uh, I, I guess because I if I have a new joke and I fire it off to silence, I put it out to pasture. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I uh, it's hard to come up with new material during this thing. Although that, you know, it's interesting because so many people are thinking, uh, boy, you guys must be writing a lot of new material. It's like we're not doing anything. There's nothing you you, you write about when you you experience something. And when you're not experiencing anything, what the hell do you write about? Yeah. And it depends on how you write. And I'll speak for you. I think we are two comics that write on stage. You have a premise. You uh, talk about it a few times. The thing that comes out of your mouth that makes them laugh, you repeat the, the next time you do it. Right. I don't I, I do know comics that would type everything out when I first started and they'd have, uh, you know, paragraphs that were jokes and they'd be looking at them, memorizing them. And I'm like, wow, uh, should I be doing that? But then I'd watch their act and I'm like, no, I guess not. Just kidding. No. <laughs> if I started with you and you used to type your jokes, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. No, okay. take it down. Take them down the way you took down Benjamin. <laughs> take no prisoners today, Chris. By the way, in the middle of that, uh, 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 Elliot Hopper ate a blueberry Willy Wonka style and uh, <laughs> changed color and uh, everything went crazy. Oh. Can you hear me? Right yeah, now? yeah. I didn't even see that. He just disappeared for me. Yeah, well, a bunch of things happened. I don't. I'm not entirely sure. All I know is I had every notification on my screen all of a sudden, but the Zoom was still going and my computer was fine. I think I don't know what happened, but it, it's back. Yeah. Um, You're back, and you know, if I dare I say, better than ever. Well, <laughs> Matt's not going to agree with that because I'm having trouble with GarageBand. But sure. Oh boy. Oh, all right. Well, We're uh, we got the gremlins today, guys. There's no doubt about it. We've got serious gremlins. And again, we you know the, the amount of shows that we've had to do via Zoom and so on and so forth. We're lucky that uh, the few. Uh, mishaps that we've had uh yeah they, they, few and far between is what i'm trying to say Agreed. i don't know how to form sentences maybe i should start writing my stuff down <laughs> and uh, so i know what to say chris fairbanks is here we're thrilled that he's taking time away from his very busy uh, uh day he's got the podcast of course uh 
do need a ride. Now, I've been friends with Chris for about 20 years, and uh, you'd think that at some point I'd be on that podcast, but uh, they don't seem to have any interest in having my kind of fun on that program. I've, I 100% want you on my podcast, please. It is insane. I'm friends with you. I'm friends with Karen. But something about what I offer is not interesting <laughs> in your podcast. It, it, uh, I agree it makes zero sense that it's you what, have not been on like, Do You Need Haven't you had your I, father on? A few times. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Repeat guest. Your father's a repeat guest. <laughs> He he comes from the world of classic broadcast radio. He's a very good guest. I'm not saying it's better. He's also my father, and I have access to him I understand. often. We're often in the same house. I get it. Uh, now, where are you at currently, Chris? Are you, are you visiting? Are you staying with family, or are you in your apartment here in the Los Angeles area? I am back in my apartment in uh, Echo Park. I've moved to Echo Park. I'm no longer by the beach. Okay. And uh, But I was in Montana for a month and a half, mm. and it was a weight off my shoulders. Uh, the experience of being there, now the cases there are climbing, but when I got there, you know, it's the fourth largest state, and there's only a few thousand people. Uh, they're catching up with everyone now, but... Uh, Maybe because I visited, <laughs> but I just showed up and, and uh, you can get tested there. It's just painfully up your nostril. And then I felt safe enough to be in the same room as my dad. I hadn't even been in the same room as another human, uh, you know, for six months. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden I'm sitting next to my dad. So I just kept getting tested because, you know, he's old and uh, and I had the best time camping floating on rivers, being outdoorsy. And then I moved back here and I'm just locked myself back in my apartment. So what uh, made you come back? There's no reason to have come back here, right? There is no reason. The only thing was, I feel like I was making my dad and, and stepmom nervous. Uh, Cause I, you know, they don't know what I'm doing when I'm going off and uh, camping in the woods or something. I could be rolling around swapping spit with someone right <laughs> getting the vid and then bringing it right into their house ah just coming right at back at them with the vid <laughs> uh all right chris fairbanks is here let me read uh, we got oliver's trivia question uh let me give you the topic uh once again chris you're going to write down your bet anywhere between zero and 25 okay and the topic is product history product history Okay. That is your topic, product history. Okay. So I'm going to write down my bet. Uh, I feel good about it. I feel good about product history. I know a lot about history. I know a lot about products. You put those two together, I'm sure to know this answer. <laughs> there you go. There's only okay. so many things that you need to know in the world. Um, right. Uh, by the way, we played Trivial Pursuit twice over the uh, weekend, and I had a very rare win. Oh. A very rare win. Usually Danielle destroys the two of us. Uh, but I won one of the uh, one of the games, and again, very rare. Very. What was rare. your What was your final category? Uh, Do you remember? I think they gave me literate, not literature, maybe uh, global view or literature. I think one of the two of those. Wow. And uh, I think I got lucky. Like it was, you know, you know, who wrote the Terry Kath story? You know, probably something <laughs> like that, <laughs> where I was able to. Uh, you know, uh, sneak by with my stupidity. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. As I mentioned, Chris Fairbanks is here. We're thrilled that he's here. I uh, he have not seen Chris in a while. We haven't seen anybody in a while. We've seen yeah. him via Zoom, but we haven't seen human beings. Mm -hmm. um, 
In fact, I ran into a neighbor today who I think I need to knock on his door uh, with a some sort of a uh, golf club to keep my distance and apologize that I did not shut up for about 12 <laughs> minutes. I think I I literally think I performed a monologue to this guy today. And like, I Man, that'll like, solve it. Go talk to him some more. I felt I, I think I want an apology. I really feel yeah. like it's like I think I, th- I think he went home and said to his wife, I just got fucking held hostage by Pardo. I swear to God that had to be the case. <laughs> Uh, I was just so excited to see somebody other than my family. Not that I don't like my family, but you know the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done the same thing. You never know when it's going to happen when you're going to have a new hostage. <laughs> right. And this was uh, uh, this gentleman actually went. Uh, he and his wife went to New Mexico to uh, get away from the uh, vid for a while because New Mexico's numbers were great. And the second they got there is when New Mexico uh, spiked. Wow. And uh, he said that they saw why they were like, nobody's taking it. He said Arizona was worse. Nobody taking it seriously. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So uh, get ready, man. It's coming. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, before uh, quarantine happened, I had a girlfriend. She lived in Scottsdale and uh, she broke up conveniently with me right at the beginning of uh, lockdown. So that was nice, just so I could fully experience the alone time. But uh, <laughs> looking at her posts uh, and things, Scottsdale, because of course I was still looking at everything she was doing online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scottsdale was just acting normal. There was just bars, maskless, and that was at the beginning of this right. thing. So I'm I'm surprised Arizona wasn't isn't still like a hot spot. I think it is, isn't it? Isn't Arizona yeah, one of the ones that's uh, going bananas right now? I think it is now. Yeah. yeah. I think every surprised. state's kind of going back, uh, with the exception of a few. Uh, all right, here's your question, guys. Uh, okay, that can't be the word. That can't be the word. <laughs> Did it say Greece? Nope, I guess it's right. Okay, we ready? Yep. What product that we now advise against were originally called baby gays <laughs> because they were cranky because they make cranky babies happy. What product that we now advise against were originally called baby gays because they make oh. cranky babies happy? Wow. Huh. I have my answer. Wow. What the and I, oh, Chris, what you didn't know is uh, I, Oliver's handwriting is atrocious. So when I saw baby gays, I was like... <laughs> That's why I said, well, that can't be right, because uh, but then, uh, when I read the whole thing, it makes more sense about uh, maybe we don't uh, use that word. In a, is A's look like twos? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's e's. not his fault. They don't uh, teach penmanship and cursive anymore. There's, I mean, you don't need it in life. Well, you really don't. But I would like uh, I, I, I really should keep a journal of these things because they are uh, atrocious. Uh, <laughs> against looks horrible. Cranky looks like cronky. One day it'll click and all of a sudden he'll have handwriting like his dad. That's what happened to me. I used to write like I was on a moving train. (laughs) And then uh, one day I just, it clicked. And now I have impeccable, it looks like a font. (laughs) Well, (laughs) depends on what I'm doing. Chris, I don't know if I know this about you. You seem like a guy that I think the answer is yes, but I don't think you do. You don't have any tattoos, do you? I have one of my mother's signature on my chest. Oh, you do? And then I've one on my ankle that was a joke uh, for a TV show of a Band-Aid. Uh, oh, I like that idea. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, it won't be as funny if I'm not really having a tattoo done. So let's do it. That's how much thought went into it. Uh, but uh, now I regret it because the Band-Aid looks more like a corn dog or 
a severed penis. And uh, I don't know why it's shaded to look cylindrical. It was supposed to be a Band-Aid. I'll send you a photo. Uh, It's hard to get my ankle up into the screen. Well, I can do it. You You got that new snazzy hip of yours? Oh God! It, it just kind of look. Like, look yeah. It looks like a bagel dog. <laughs> that is the Chris. If I may, you should get your money back. That doesn't look like a band aid. It, it looks like I, a mini hot dog, a cocktail wiener. Yeah, fuel fuel TV paid for that tattoo. <laughs> they wow. should get their money back. Well, we thank them then for the content. <laughs> uh, all right, let me go around the horn. Let me check in with uh, Garen Cockrell. He is there in Van Nuys, California. At the Never Not Funny. Uh, uh, Weather desk sponsored by uh, popculturebeats.com. Uh, Gary, what are you? It looks like you're wearing a Halloween 3 season of the witch shirt, but I don't think you are. No, it's a. Uh, um, where the wild, where things, the wild are. things are. Where the wild shirt. things are. Ah. Yeah. Uh, boy, I went through a little phase where I loved that thing and it made me very emotional, and I don't think I could watch one second of it today. Your thoughts, Garen? The movie? Yeah. Uh, I loved it when I saw it. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't know. But I loved it when it came I out. I did too, and I sobbed like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, I I caught just a, a smidgen of it uh, on cable or something as I was bopping around, and it's like nope. <laughs> I don't know. I can see that. I don't know that I've watched a lot of his movies uh, more than once. What else has he done? I apologize for not knowing. Uh, did he do her? Was it? I, I forget if it was Michelle Gondry or. Um, no, it was. Uh, is it Jim Jarmusch? No, I, I think it might be Jim Jarmusch. No, it's the guy. It's the name. guy who did. Um, oh no, Michelle Gondry did uh, Spotless Mind, right? I'm I'm Charles thinking Sunshine? it's Jim Jarmusch. It's not Jim by the way. I know it's not. I just think that's a fun name to say. Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Yeah, yeah. He right. did Spike her. Jones. I th- thank you, Chris. I just did some artwork for Spike Jones's skateboard oh. company. Oh, is that true? Oh, nice. Yeah. He's, uh, he runs Girl. He didn't ask me. It was uh, the other uh, owner of the company, a woman who likes my podcast. But it, it was really, Spike Jones owns a skateboard company. It's just one of the things he's into. That's how he started. He used to make skate videos. Yeah. Mm. and uh, music videos and then m- movies, but he's a good person, and I feel like I've interrupted the flow of what <laughs> otherwise would have been a normal conversation. I disagree. I think you brought some information to it that Garen Cockrell couldn't provide. I would still have... Had you not interrupted, I would still be saying Jim Jarmusch 4,000 times, <laughs> thinking that the 3,999th would have been the funny one. Um, so, Garen, uh, what's happening there in Van? What'd you do for? Did you? I know you you were dressed like some sort of a, a hot dog on a stick employee, a court jester, or something. Uh, <laughs> what did you do for uh, Halloween, Garen? Uh, I streamed some video games. Uh, did a couple costume changes. I did wear that clown outfit. You did wear that. Yeah. And I, what else I did was, you do? You're a regular Diana Ross of the stream system, huh? I, I put on my uh, shining twin costume. Oh, that was the creepiest thing you ever texted us. I, yeah. Remember that when we got that text, you guys, and Garen yeah. dressed like the yeah. shining twin? I hated it. I hated that photograph. <laughs> well, this time it was just me in a dress. I didn't put the wig or makeup on. And then I was going to dress in the Harry Potter clothes, but I kind of felt weird about doing it, so I didn't, because of everything that she's been doing, I mm-hmm. I, I didn't do it. Oh, you're, you're, you're mad at J, uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, but. she's gone off the deep end, so I, I didn't feel... Yeah, it felt weird, so I didn't do it. 
Hold on, let me get down off my soapbox. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I don't disagree with you. She's uh, says some fucking weirdo. She's nuts and and she's wrong about everything. But I'm trying to think about is that one where you can separate art from the artist because she's just the author. She didn't necessarily draw those people, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's the argument that I usually would make, but I don't know. I just, but it might remind other people of it, and that's that's a yeah, problem. Is yeah, then relax it's fucking halloween kids dressed up like a wizard let them do it <laughs> all right that's what i say to that uh, and how did the streaming go garen did you have a nice time yeah it was fun it was on there for a couple hours I and watched, then since uh, you had those costumes on did you go around trick-or-treating with the other children <laughs> <laughs> no i i sealed myself in i watched uh i sandwiched that streaming with a halloween movie and with night of the demons which halloween did you watch halloween 2018 the last one that, that's the one we all saw together, right? Yeah. It's a yep. lot of Halloweens. Boy, oh boy. Come on. Uh, Garen, where do you think that ranks? Uh, the, 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 if you had to rank your top three Halloween movies, which uh, how would you do it? Oh, God. That's up there. I love that one. Maybe 1-3 in 2018? Maybe. 1-3 in 2018. Hmm. What about H2O? That thing sings, man. That thing's great. <laughs> that's tough. I watched that one also. H2O. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's hard to rank those. I think it's, it's, it's that's, that's LL Cool J's in that, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Wait. also in. Isn't he in one of the Jaws movies too? He's in. He's in Deep Blue Sea. Mm. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. I knew he was in something yeah. in Balfour. Great, great turn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also did the theme right, song. Well, Garrett, what else you got going? Anything else happen over the weekend? You watch your football on Sunday like you do each Sunday? <laughs> oh yeah, I sat down. I got you know. I had some some uh, wings. Mm-hmm. It's ranch. Uh, threw on my helmet, just screamed to the TV for a while. Yeah, I really just got aggressive with it. It was uh, it was a fun time. <laughs> Good for you. I, I, by the way, something that Garen just said reminded me, this will be no surprise. Although this hasn't happened in a while. One of the Jimmy Pardo losing his uh, temper uh, with a person on the telephone, that hasn't happened in a while. It happened last night. Uh, we ordered some food in from DoorDash. That's what we decided to do, do a little DoorDash last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'll just make up some times just so that it... it uh, let's say we ordered at 615 uh no that can't be it we ordered at 545 food to arrive at 630 that was the premise mm-hmm. and um at five at, at uh, so it's food to, yeah 545 food to arrive at 630 at 645 i decide to call the venue and say hey where's my food because according to the app the driver had been there for a while so it's like well so what's going on why did this is it did my app come to a standstill Maybe is he about to ring my doorbell and, it, you know, is it one of those? But it's been an hour and it said it was supposed to take 45 minutes. So something's something's already wrong. So I call the I call and it, it rings for like 30. T- it takes 30 times for them to pick up the telephone. And I said, hey, I ordered something. And then uh, uh, after saying, you know, what's your name? And I'm not kidding. Uh, what's your name? Uh, the order's under James Pardo. It's under James Pardo. We got three orders here. None of them are that name. I go, well, it can't, it's on my app that it was ordered and the guy's there waiting, James Pardo. And he's like, there's nothing. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, a, a, a blah, blah, a blah, blah, and a James P. And I went, you think maybe that's me? You think maybe that's the James P and the James Pardo? And he's like, uh, well, is it the chicken parmesan and this and that? I go, yeah, that's us. And he goes, oh yeah, the driver just got here. And I said, you're telling me the driver just got here. And he said, oh yeah, he just got here. Uh, and I said, so the driver just got there. So the food has been sitting there for a half hour. That's how long it says the driver's been there. And he goes, oh, no, we just made the food like 10 minutes ago. I go, wait a minute. 
The food was supposed to have been here 15 minutes ago at my house. And you just made the food 10 minutes ago? Well, the driver just got here. Right. But you didn't. And so then I go, you know what? Cancel the food. He goes, wait, you want me to cancel it? He goes, you know, you're going to you won't get your money back if you do that. I said, oh, no, I'll get my money back. And then I said, I go, it just doesn't make any sense to me. None of this makes sense what you're saying. And so it goes on and on. And I finally just went, yes, cancel the goddamn thing. <laughs> That's what I ended up yelling. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'll cancel it. Uh, and then I called the, uh, I called the driver and said, what's going on over there? And he said, uh, dude, I gotta be honest. Never order from this place. This place is horrible. <laughs> and I went, really? oh, no. and he, goes, he goes, you're smart to cancel it. He goes, they just told me you canceled it. Uh, smart. Get, never order from here. I'm like, okay. And, oh, uh, I then said, well, I'm really sorry to have wasted your time. He goes, you know what? They still pay me. It's all right. Uh, but, uh, you know, never order from here. I'm like, okay. Did great. you get your money back though? I got the, uh, so far I've gotten my uh, delivery. Actually, they, they refunded my uh, service fee and my delivery fee. And uh, I'm going to call them today uh, to get my money back and explain everything that happened. I I ordered some pho and like a, a sushi roll or something. And the restaurant, I was waiting almost an hour in the restaurant the guy that works there called me and said, hey, this this driver never showed up. Where do you live? Oh, I live in that area, too. And the guy that worked in the kitchen drove to my house and dropped off the food. Wow. wow. And I just tipped him. And I'm like, this you're the nicest human ever. He's like, yeah, the, he blamed it on the, the driver. I get and I saw the car. It was just like not going there. Really? <laughs> yeah, but the app was just going through with me having to pay for it. I, it was really bizarre, but so that's the other end of it. That was the other end. The, the, uh, nice guy. Well, the, my, my dad, my DoorDash driver was great. It was uh, again the place that was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we wish uh, we, we we wish everybody luck. The name of that place, by the way, was McDonald's. In case you're curious, <laughs> <laughs> they got a great chicken parmesan. Uh, it sounds like yeah. it. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Just take I had time for them to cook it. <laughs> right in the middle of your guys' stories, I had ordered a pizza from this place. Same situation. The guy was just sitting somewhere just for an hour and a half. I finally, he, he texts me. I'd like text him like, what's, what's going on? Is everything okay? And he's like, oh, they were closed. Lights are off. Doors locked. Closed. I'm like, what? So I called the, the restaurant and I'm like, are you guys closed like nope we've been open all day i'm like my driver said you guys were closed uh do you have this order oh that order was picked up oh boy so this dude picked up my food went home and then told me they were closed mm. and I, ate your food and enjoyed <laughs> oh he's enjoying a pizza oh boy, oh boy for sure i'm like i could just go to this guy's house right now it's right on my map i can see where he's <laughs> sitting he never did anything with the order it's still oh, sitting you know there where is that yeah you know <laughs> He forgot that there's GPS. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something my dad would do. Just go to the guy's house and knock on the door. Yeah, how's that what pizza? Really? What, 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 and how would he handle it, Chris? What would he do? Uh, I mean, my dad is, can be scary. <laughs> he, he's my size. He's 5'9", but uh, he comes from a time when you move from town to town and fight the biggest bully, and that is... Uh, still in him. It would terrify me. And also in Missoula, Montana, it wouldn't be someone with a, a gun. Or maybe there would be a gun. I don't yeah, know. He's a lunatic. 
<laughs> um, all right. Well, Garen Cockrell, do you have a guess here on the uh, the question about the uh, what were uh, once called the baby gays? Uh, this is, I mean, it could be because they make anything. cranky babies happy. That's the premise behind the yeah, baby. Gay. Yeah. What is the, what, what something was once called baby gays because they made ba- uh, cranky babies happy. Yeah. Now listen, I'm not watching the Mandalorian, but Matt, isn't that the premise? They try to get the baby gays from uh, one spot to another. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, they need to find his people and, uh, okay. th- that's why, you know, the gay community has embraced the show so much. Oh, I see. I do. <laughs> That, that makes more sense to me, though, because I did not understand it at all. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Garen, what do you got? Oh, speaking of the gay community, by the way, the Garen's Lot t-shirt should be going up for pre-order, I would assume, by the time this episode drops. Oh, oh all right. So oh, I've got the, that's the, the Garen's Lot t-shirt, uh, and the Never Not Funny account will tweet out the image on that, and uh, so you can see uh, what the t-shirt looks like. I'm sure it looks like the Salem's Lot logo. Oh, yeah. And uh, Is that going to be at Lemon Ice Tees? Yes. Yeah, I'll Great. tweet out the link and everything when it comes out. And Abbott Scalding cool. designed it. It looks it looks fantastic. Nice. I'm excited I about it. it does. So. Abbott Scalding does great work, and uh, and as does Mario. So that's a, that's a win win, man. It for sure is. I can't wait uh, to get my own. But let's hope everybody uh, everybody gets one of those things. Garen's lot is what it says. And then nice. Uh, once we're out of quarantine, and you wear that shirt around, and people could uh, say, "What does that mean?" And you go, "Ah, it's a." <laughs> He's the fourth banana on a podcast. And then uh, just give me my stamps. <laughs> Jimmy, did I ever tell you about you? Uh, you gave me a shirt for I don't know if it was no it was for my birthday or you just you just sent me a shirt. No, it was for your birthday. OK, uh, so very nice shirt. It's a um, the way you described it is like these are two things you like. So I thought you would enjoy this. And I do. It's a TIE fighter from star wars but the wings are like bicycle wheels um and i do like uh, riding my bicycle and i like star wars so it was a bullseye gift and i was wearing it at trader joe's and uh the woman checking me out was like oh that's a cool shirt and i was like oh thanks she's like well, what is that and i was like oh you know it's just like a it's like you know it's like a tie fighter but with bicycle wheels and she's like what it's like you know like from star wars a tie fighter. She's like no nah, I, I don't know i was like okay well then then uh, let's end this conversation now. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait. I don't know what a TIE fighter is and I don't want to learn about them or I've never heard of Star Wars. I didn't even I didn't even know what to do with it. I was like, I don't know why you're commenting on the shirt if you don't... If you couldn't identify even that part of it, then just move on. Why comment? Right. Cool design, wow. man. Uh, also, by the way, that shirt, that, it was a, a drawing of a tire fighter. That was the... Uh, oh, is that the name of it? It's a tire fighter? Yeah, tire fighter, because it's got the two bicycle tires. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's a tire fighter instead of a tie fighter. Shoot. Yeah. I like Fun. It, Fun with I words, like See, if I had known that, I would have told her that. That would have solved everything. <laughs> um, I don't think it would have solved a single thing. I think she still nope. would have uh, stared blankly at you. Yeah. <laughs> so just words. I know that I know that there are people who don't care about Star Wars, but you surely have seen the TIE fighter somewhere, right? It's been in the, in the culture for 40 fucking years yeah. or whatever. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like to watch movies. They have uh, bad things in them, and so she I just stay was, home and read a book. Yeah, I. Chris, think please that, don't interrupt when Elliot's doing a wonderful character. I like <laughs> the character. I just knew where it was going, and I was editing. I, uh, no, I, uh, I. There are people that refuse to. They're like they pretend they don't know about Star. It's like to her, it's cool to not know what it was. Probably, yeah. She was full of shit, is what I'm saying, this okay. lady. Yeah. And if I was there, I would have had my dad punch her in the face. <laughs> get your old man over there, Chris. Oh, God, she deserved to get slapped around. Uh, what, he uh, would never That was do at that. Trader Joe's, uh, Matt? 
Trader Joe's to Luca Lake. I, so you know what? I, I I'm going to go with Chris Fairbanks' yeah. assessment on this. There's I, there's nobody who's excited at Trader Joe's who has not at least seen a Star Wars poster. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah. You've, you've probably seen another shirt with this thing on it, not the bicycle one, but the actual Tie Fighter. Yeah, right? you Although, you you should have gone to her. What kind of shirt do they have you guys wearing here? And she'd be like, Oh, a Hawaiian shirt. Hawaii, never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's that? Although I I will say it does seem like like that might be a thing where like. Maybe because they all have to be super friendly, right? And so maybe she wasn't naturally super friendly, so they just said, "You know what? Tell people they have a cool shirt." Oh uh, yeah, but don't <laughs> oh, don't yeah. Dr- don't drill down. Like you could just say a cool shirt, and uh, and then don't ask what is it. I mean, that's <laughs> that was where it or, derailed. Or shouldn't you just go neat? Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, the, that's, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that's neat. It was just the non the the sort of nonplussed like. I, yeah. I want to believe you guys are right, but about her just pretending to not know. But it was it. She's a very good actress. If if she really. <laughs> Uh, does know what a tie fighter is because <laughs> it was very well, convincing bottom line you got to shop somewhere else you can't run the risk of running into that woman again yeah <laughs> i've had more awkward interactions in that trader joe's than any other store in my life it's just crazy really? yeah i don't know why i just it's just like sometimes they can't even put a finger on what it is it's just like hey we're not clicking here like I, what what's the deal <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Like I feel like I can talk to people, but this isn't uh, this isn't what I uh, I wanted out of this interaction. <laughs> I uh, um, is there a line at that Trader Joe's? Do you have to wait in line still? Like it's a yeah. Although dance really? club. the last last time I was there, no wait. It depends on when you go, but uh, they have it all set up outside, so that they're they're controlling the flow. Where I live in Echo Park, there aren't a lot of grocery stores, right? There's like a John's or something that has dirt on the floor. <laughs> and then uh, a Lazen's, which is very overpriced. And there's a line with a rope and a security guard. And I wait like 20 minutes. No, or I feel like I want to go up to the security guard and be like, hey, uh, I brought two girls with me and I know the DJ. <laughs> That's a, yeah, yeah. Do you like that? Fit that in there? <laughs> Uh, how did that work in the uh, the uh, the Echo uh, Comedy Club that you performed at? Recently? Oh, uh, that uh, that's the way that this is affecting stand up. Is the reason podcasts feel okay is because we're just talking and telling stories. So I have not written a one liner like the kind of jokes that I've always liked a jokey joke with a yeah. setup and a punch. I have not done that. So I'm just telling stories, and so that's why I think I am sort of benefiting from it. Cause I'm mining all this stuff that's happened in my life. And I'm like, well, that's a joke there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the time my yeah. grandma had chap lips and it, it, we figured out it was the glue stick from bingo that she was putting on her lips. <laughs> Things like that, that have happened that I never. Wait a minute. Your, your grandmother was really putting on glue instead of chapstick. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, your lips are still chapped They're fl- Please put on chapstick. And she's like, I have been. But it was a it was a glue stick for days like that. I was just sitting on that. <laughs> was it that was it that glue stick that's like looks purple when you pull it out but then it's clear when you rub it down or is it was it yeah, old I school? think it was just something the 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 label was peeled off and mm-hmm. so it was too big to be chapstick but uh, but it's the same shape it's like the same yeah me- no me- one was mechanic. investigating the application but they just kept telling <laughs> her to use it uh, you know, things like that. Stories. Sure, stories. I get it. Chris, you don't have to tell me. I understand what stories are. Story is uh, something that, uh, Jimmy, uh-huh. is, uh, you know, sometimes based on life experience, mm-hmm. uh, takes a little longer 
to tell. Yeah. And it's okay if people aren't laughing during it. So uh, that's what a story is. Thank you. Thank you for walking. <laughs> By the way, uh, we I, still talk yeah. about Chris. Uh, one of the funniest things ever on our show is your story about uh, getting into it. Was it Woody Harrelson? Oh, it was Owen Wilson. Oh, it was Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he uh, socked me in the stomach a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't if you haven't gone there yet in the in these Zoom stand-ups, don't, don't forget that story. That's a great one. Oh, yeah, you're right. I have not told that on stage. That's a podcast story. Well, now, now it's a stage story. Now with this new uh, found uh, direction you're heading. I got another one. See, I've been writing. Yeah, <laughs> you dust them off. <laughs> Uh, all right, Garen, let's get your answer here. Uh, I'm going to go with Pacifier. Pacifier, says Garen Cockrell. They're bad for the teeth, apparently, or something, so oh. they probably don't like think you should use them. I see. Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you never know. Hmm. Uh, all right, listen. Uh, uh, before I uh, check in with Elliot Hober, why don't we take another break here? Uh, we'll take another break, and then we'll come back with more right after this. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Chris Fairbanks is on Twitter, at Chris Fairbanks. And uh, his new special, it's called Rescue Cactus. You can find it on Amazon Prime. It's also on Vimeo On Demand if you uh, use Vimeo. That's where I watched it. I loved it. Of course, Jimmy loved it. He's talked a lot about that. Um, Check it out. It's amazing. It's really, really great. And uh, if you like stand-up comedy, it's about as good as it gets. So check that out. Uh, Let's see. Jimmy is going to be doing some stand-up comedy himself. Uh, That's November 20th in the Flappers Zoom Room. Flapperscomedy.com is where to get tickets to that show. He'll be doing some crowd work, taking requests, maybe, uh, you know, answering questions, whatever. You know, just a casual hang in a Zoom room with Jimmy, 7 p.m. Pacific time on November 20th. And that is at Flapperscomedy.com. Don't forget, you can get uh, 40% off all Podswag stuff with Never Not Funny on it. That is at uh, Podswag.com slash Never Not Funny. Uh, get a hat get a, a mug uh whatever you find over there uh that'll have, be 40 percent off if you use the code nnf40 so please check that out and uh don't forget also if you haven't checked it out already the um podcastathon 2020 digital download package is still available at podcast.com you can uh create an account there if you don't have it yet and purchase that package for $19.99 that gets you the six hour video files uh six hours of video files in HD, 720 HD, plus audio files if you want to listen to it like a podcast, and proceeds benefit Smile Train. So please check that out and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In I, the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, 
watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh my God. Oh, they got all this, all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the program, uh, episode 2711. I tried I tried to say all those words at once, and my brain and mouth uh, didn't want to uh, go along with that concept. Uh, well, apparently one of them had the idea, and the other one didn't want to agree. I guess my mouth didn't want to agree with my brain's idea of, hey, hey get this out quickly and get right back to Chris Fairbanks. Uh, the, the point is this, 2711 is the episode. Chris Fairbanks is here. He's taking time away from driving people around with Kilgariff. Uh, over there in the murder car. I don't know. I don't know anything about the show. I'm not allowed to be anywhere on it or near it. But I, if I know anything about Karen, she's obsessed with murder. So I think what they do is they murder somebody and then they drive them around and talk about that person. Yeah. 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 Look for a place to get rid of the body. You got it. Okay, good. Well, sounds great. Do you need a ride? Yes, I do. Guess what? Stab. Um uh, well, let's check in with uh, Elliot Hochberg, uh, uh, right? The Iron Dragon there in Palms, oh. California. Elliot, how was uh, your Halloween? I, uh, it was it was nice. I didn't really do much of anything. I think the only Halloweenish thing I did was uh, my little costume for the live stream. 
right? You were uh, dressed like kind of a Han Solo esque. Uh, yeah, of I had the Han Solo jacket and the and the, the sort of generic beige uh, peasant shirt, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I had a backdrop, and I got a haircut. I, ha- I I cut my hair. You gave yourself a haircut. It looks uh, looks uh, from certain angles. It looks great. Yeah. What about the other angles? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did the. Uh, I did the sides only. I didn't do the top. Oh, I see. Because well, to yeah. me, the top is the problem. The sides look great. That's what yeah. I was getting at. I was like, the, the sides yeah. look fantastic. When you well, when you do your uh, profile, it looks really great. I think mm. I think the thing is, uh, you just need to do it all one length. Uh, well, I I, I I can I can acknowledge that right now that doesn't look fantastic because maybe I rushed over here to uh, to uh, to start the zoom. But uh, it, it can you look say good. That, do, you, do you mean rush over from the other side of your apartment? Yep. Okay. yep. You'd be <laughs> well. You'd be surprised at what uh, what uh, other people decide is the right time to get in touch with me. It happens very often to be just before we're supposed to start. I understand. Um, but uh, if 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 I if I futz around with it, it it probably would look a little bit better. I think I did a good job though of blending it. Um, I think the, I, the blend I, is good. I. I don't agree, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can't really tell because it's Zoom. But I, I've I've seen other in the past when you've tried to blend it and you've come into the studio and I've seen it in person. Maybe yeah. I'm just maybe my my brain is there's still an imprint of that image, which it really did scar me. Honestly, uh, <laughs> it's still in my, it's still on the back of my retinas or well, something. I, I've I've I have interacted with people who've delivered things or who have, uh, who are, I guess I got a new tenant that came in. And so some people had to do some work since I've done this haircut and they spontaneously told me that they like the haircut. So, oh, okay. So maybe it's okay. It might, I mean, you know, people are being nice too. Look to your right. All right. Look to my right. Yeah. I don't think it's, I I don't know if it's as good as you think it is. And I don't think it's as bad as Matt thinks it is. I'll accept that. I think that that's probably accurate. I mean, take take a look at Fairbanks' square. That's a disaster right now. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I noticed about yours is uh, it's symmetrical. It's hard to make both sides look the same, and you yeah. you did you did it. Yeah. So if it's bad, at least it's equally bad. Which I, yeah, I will yeah, also exactly. I will also take that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm getting mine uh, fixed on the seventh. Are you really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like this Medusa thing you got going I'm gonna on right keep, now. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep some of the length. I'm just cutting on the, the sides. It's, uh, it's Give yourself some, some sideburns as well? Yeah, just even it out. But I'm, Even it out? When I, there's never been a time to grow out my hair. I've always wanted to grow it until the point where gravity takes over. And it's actually... Like, I've never had long hair. This is, of course... I think but, gravity uh, has refused to assist you. Yeah, it's I just grow a giant fro. But I'm thinking if I get it thinned and I take a little off the sides, it can at least be presentable. I can go into a bank or something. People <laughs> are starting say, to laugh at me, you know. I, I got to say that, you know, uh, styling aside, I think that's a, some nice hair. It's very nice. Like, I, I agree. I think it looks fantastic. You would think that, uh, yeah, it's, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I still have it, uh, you know, but um, I'm healthy on the outside. I'm okay with hair and skin, <laughs> but on the inside, all my, all my tubes are tangled and I got a lot going on, uh, <laughs> but uh, we don't need to go into that. No, we're yeah. a comedy show. That's the last thing we need is for <laughs> to get inside your head. Cactus Face is the name of the special. Uh, Chris Fairbanks, uh, check it out. It's over there on uh, many different platforms now. Uh, it's on talking, Amazon now, yeah. It's on Amazon. Nice. You can check it out. Prime, uh, that's the way to look at it if you need to. Yeah. Or you could rent it. These yeah. are options. 
Yes. Um, and uh, boy, you want to see Chris looks good in it. The hair looks good. The face looks good. Everything. But uh, uh, then he talks about what's inside and you got trouble. Um, uh, Elliot. Uh, all right. So you didn't do anything for the Halloween. And then so uh, anything over the weekend we got to know about? Uh, I mean, nothing you have to know about. But I did have a uh, we we rented a unit and uh, somebody moved in. And well, that's uh, a, so that's that's, a, a, that's kind of a big deal in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is since the pandemic. This is the second person who's moved in. The first one was right at the top, and, uh, and where was this? You know, without, I, I don't want you to go into specifics because I think that's probably illegal. Where was this person moving? Were they moving from a, a different state? They're moving from San Francisco. And and how do so? They my find guess, my you? guess is that they probably were working for one of those, you know, the big tech companies or something. I see. And they, they move them down here. So okay, that answers all that. And then uh, Palms, uh, not that far from those tech companies. Uh, you got a lot of them moving in in, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. Congratulations on that. I'm yeah. sure that was a big day there at the uh, Familiar. Uh, do you have a guess, uh, Elliot, on this uh, topic that we're discussing? I do. I wrote down one thing, and it, it was clearly wrong, although it fits the question. But then I had a, a shot of inspiration. Yes. And so I'm going with Ben Gay. Ben Gay. I thought that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It could be used to write you. But I don't know if you would put that in somebody's mouth. That's the thing is I don't know if you put it in somebody's mouth. It doesn't mouth. say anything about putting it in a mouth. It says... What product, which we now advise against, were originally called Ben Gay? Because so maybe they do it like if it's Ben Gay, they advise against rubbing Ben Gay on the child. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so use. Uh, uh, but I thought it said teething. Didn't it say teething? No, nobody said anything about teething. Oh, I'm just cranky. Misunderstood just cranky. That part. No, Garen brought that up. Ah, all right. Well, I'm Ben Gay then. But but you may be on to if that's the answer. Maybe that the original purpose was yeah, you rub this stuff on their gums and they stop crying, and then they were like, "This isn't good. <laughs> like, don't put that in a baby's <laughs> mouth. It tastes I, terrible." I could definitely see that being possible. And now I thought of that too, and I I'm now mad I didn't go with it. But uh, uh, well, I, what'd you go with, Matt? I I had a, a very stupid answer, um, and <laughs> so and for some reason that's the one I went with rather than Ben Gay. Uh, I said sugar babies. Sugar baby, the candy. The candy. That would, <laughs> how would that kind of, how would that, well, you know what? It would make them happy, wouldn't it? it would, yeah. You know, all right. And then he I, established that it was a stupid answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but you could see, uh, you know, like they make this candy and they're like, you know, they make this, that, I feel like every story of like a product from the 1800s or early 1900s is always like, you know, originally this was for babies. And it's like, it's a cigarette. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Or 7-Up. There was a lot of ads that I don't think were a joke that were like, 7-Up makes babies soothes to their stomach. We, we actually had that as a question before, and it's yeah. because it used to have lithium in it. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 That's what the... That's what the seven up. Uh, what what is it? It's like the it's the, the, the atomic the, weight of lithium is seven. Yeah, or atomic weight of lithium. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's a serious drug. That's for bipolar disorder. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. So what we're saying is babies are bipolar. I'd love to have some classic seven up right now. Oh. <laughs> it's the young cola, Chris. <laughs> Crisp and clean, no caffeine. <laughs> right, wonder, you got that right. I wonder if that's why it's the uncola because. Because cola is caffeine, it makes you up. Lithium uh, does the opposite. But wasn't the uncola a slogan from like the '90s though? I don't yeah. think. Uh, no, it was. Oh, that was uncola has been around since uh, 70s. I remember it being oh, okay. from the '70s. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. But I, probably because, not back in the lithium days. No, because it was it was clear and not. Uh, yeah. Uh, to me, that was always the premise. I always yeah. thought it was weird the slogan that goes uh, "Make seven up yours." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends on how you say it. 
I thought that was clever. I liked their, I liked that, uh, just little like subversive thing that like anytime a brand has the guts to be like, we're going to like basically put a swear in our app. Yeah. Yeah. And just get away with it. I think that's my favorite was, uh, for aspartame, uh, which I think, is it for hemorrhoids? I can't remember what aspartame's for. It's, it's, I think it's like joint pain, maybe? It's, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it, it, their, their song was, You Bet Your Aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> and Love then it. I was like, You Bet Your Aspartame? And then they changed it. It, to like gotta have aspartame like but for <laughs> a while that much better <laughs> for a while it was you bet your aspartame I, I prefer it. it it seems like something that would fly more now than it would be then with a well yeah. some angry you know some oldie wrote a letter to reader's digest and uh, ruined everything you bet your aspartame <laughs> i am offended and my lips are dry. It was your <laughs> Wait a minute, you're blaming Chris's grandma? Yeah, I think it was her. <laughs> She's the one. She left Reader's Digest. It all lines up. Uh, Chris Fairbanks is here. Now, Chris, uh, we need a guest from you on this. What do you got for... Uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think? Baby gays. Uh, uh, well, the wording, can I hear the... Because it says, it pluralizes. It says their ability I will to read make... It. More than happy to yeah. do it. What product that we now advise against were originally called baby gays were because they re- make cranky babies happy? I th- I, I'm going to say cotton swabs because they, they used to have a baby on the illustration on the back. They were jamming it into a baby's ear. And I'm like, oh. uh, I'm not even supposed to put this in my ear. My mom told me. And they don't have that illustration anymore. So I think it's. Oh, that's a good guess. You're going cotton. with the Q-tip. Q-tips. Um, all right. Well, I am. Uh, I am also. Uh, I'm repeating. I, I have. The, I have the same guess as Garen. Uh, pacifier. I like pacifier too, and I think I was going to go with that. But uh, can, I can you imagine? It was though? only after I heard Garen say it, so I would have been stealing. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, it might. It might be pacifier too. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if if uh, Chris is right though, and like if they hadn't, uh, if they had stuck with that, then the rapper from Tribe Called Quest would be called Baby Gay. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yes, Matt. Let's see. I'm see. I'm the one that liked that one. <laughs> a lot of different people. He knows I like early '90s hip hop. That was right up my alley. They're also, if I'm not mistaken, they're the house band, aren't they? Oh no, that was Tribe Called Quest, right? Uh, uh, roots. The Roots are the house band. The roots. It is the yeah. right. Okay. I, 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 Did I say Roots? I meant Tribe Called Quest. I I, I yeah, screwed no. things up. Oh, okay. no. You you said the right thing. I said the wrong. Thing. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, let me go to the answer here. I was hoping Oliver would come in because school ended at one, and I was hoping he'd come in to give us the answer himself, but uh, he doesn't seem to have any interest in that. Although I just reached a, I just got a new text. Dad, I don't like Chris Fairbanks. Quit saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Does he, is he still making miniature houses, like dioramas? And uh, The last one he did was the, uh, the MASH. Okay. Uh, he did yeah, MASH, I saw that. He did the, he did the office. Mm. And uh, Simpsons uh, done. Bob's Burgers and Simpsons. Oh, that's but cool. But he's doing it all by hand, right? That's he's doing it all by impressive. hand, all with a, a hot glue gun and cardboard and uh, some material. Well, like I told Danielle, I've, I'm impre- I've been getting into I'm buying dollhouse kits and putting them together with hopes to one day animate with them and, and put clay people in them. But mm. 
I'm basically playing with dollhouses uh, since quarantine started. I another one just arrived. Oh, but it's very involved, and I haven't started it yet. But uh, yeah, Here, here's I've where lo- I am. I both believe you and think you're messing with us. No, <laughs> no, I've been I've been into miniatures for a long time, even when I was a kid. Because of things like Wallace and Gromit and any kind of stop motion animation, the backgrounds are always or that remember the old HBO beginning where the logo is flying over a town and you're seeing all the cars. But it's yes, like, yes, a, yes, yes. Yeah, it's like a train set world, uh, but very detailed. And that always mesmerized me. I just love miniature so, stuff. So, Chris, I, I have a question for you, because for that, uh, do you have a tripod for that? Uh, a, tr- a, tr- uh, a tripod. <laughs> Wait, did I not get a joke? It's right behind. It's right over your shoulder. Oh God. Okay. Oh here God. Go. Oh good heavens. Oh, oh Lord. no. These are for my cameos. The only way I'm making oh, yeah. a living right now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, <good Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys still like slapstick? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently yes. <laughs> Is it still there? Oh, I fell down, guys. Every when I'm in this house, a lot of my equipment is chasing me down. I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> All right, I'm okay. I'm I've okay. never been so happy that for, for making a setup. Oh, my easel took me out at the ankle the other day. I fell. <laughs> really? I fell down. Yeah. Oh, no. You got attacked by the easel? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of three-legged <laughs> predators in this place. <laughs> One of them's me, right? That's a dick joke. Hey, oh, hey. Ah, come on, yeah. Yeah. You know set what? him up and and then ruin it. That's my that's what I do. Hey, hang on, guys. We have a uh, we have a guest that's joining us very quickly. Oh, to, oh, very say hello to Chris Fairbanks. Come on in. Here, put this in your ear so you can hear. Hi. Hi. It's great to great to see you. I, I was just talking about your uh, mini dioramas. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan. I uh, it's very nice to talk to you. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I'm a fan of you as well. I've I've noticed some of your interests, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 making some dollhouses myself, but uh, it's not quite miniature worlds. I I'm familiar with a glue gun as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, I already told Chris what your favorite bit is. Oh uh, do you, yeah. But do you want to tell him? Oh yeah. No. Uh, in the especially in the uh, the special, the rescue cactus. The reggae thing, it just, it's so funny. I, I can't get over it. Boom, boom. Mount Zion. <laughs> that thing? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so in the, much. In a book that we had to read for school, uh, there was a place called Mount Zion, and every time we had to read that part, I thought about that. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, uh, they, I wrote that joke in Boise, Idaho, because they had a bank called Zion Bank, and it writ- and I wrote a reggae song about Boise, Idaho, and that's how it. Yeah, if I see the word Zion, I can't control it. <laughs> I just can't. Reggae ensues. <laughs> uh, awesome, scram. Yeah, right, thank you. Uh, yeah, good luck in school. Okay. Uh, Wait, I thought you were gonna have him read the answer, Jimmy. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, I think he's. You know what? I, I screwed up. He's got to get back to school on on Mondays. They got to go back. Mm. So. Uh, that's on me. All right, here's your That's answer. That's a great guys. kid. I, I, I like your kid. He's great. Thank you. Chris. Just want to say that. Be weird if you went. Uh, all right, we got that over. That kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, here's the uh, here's your answer. Uh, again, the question: What product do we uh, now advise against? It was originally called Baby Gaze because they would make cranky babies happy. Do we have a winner? Guys, we got a, we got a winner. I'll tell you that. I think okay. it's I think it's Fairbanks. 
The answer, Q-tips. Yeah. That's wow. terrific. I don't. I never have faith in myself for any kind of trivia. That's awesome. Well, wow. change that today. Yeah. Oliver, uh, Oliver then uh, explains it uh, uh, because the one way to make a baby happy is to shove something into <laughs> the ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing. I always wondered on the back of Q-tips why... The, I, guess, I thought it was just to clean the ears. So the make them happy part almost made me not say Q-tips. That, it seems like it's a pacifier's job. Or, yeah, that's a good I, you know, yeah. A I dollop mean, of hot sauce. You know how that makes <laughs> it. I, my original answer was whiskey on the gums. Right. Right. Alcohol. Yeah. We've, that we've was all the heard other that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was going to yeah. be some pill. I was trying to think of like what early medicinal pill would have been given to but a baby. The, but the way it's worded is they were it's. It says were or what it, the way it's yeah, worded it's like is the plural, the plural. It thing. doesn't yeah. lend itself yeah. to it being a beverage. Yeah, I agree. That. It's a I, very good question. I'd like yeah. to know, Garen, how how cocky were you that you, were, <laughs> you thought you were right? Uh, I, no, I wasn't because oh, uh, because they're still used widely. So I, but, I, I, I literally thought like uh, I fucking finally win one of these things. I, I was that confident in pacifier. <laughs> Because they are, people are saying don't, they shouldn't do it because it makes sure. the, the buck teeth and it right. hurts their, uh, the front of their, uh, the palate. And so I was like, oh, and I, I, it was one of those where I was almost mad at him. Like, come on, dude, you got to write harder questions. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> when will you have faith in Oliver's ability to write questions? Because that's that conversation has happened that was a great. dozen times. Yeah. But then here comes Fairbanks with the cute. I mean, that's because I know I was born with buck teeth. Uh, buck teeth and I never had it was all from mom's nipple <laughs> sorry you guys I don't uh, <laughs> was there glue it was on a it weird thing it was a weird way to go I didn't know that what what what's the option for a baby if they don't use a pacifier is my point uh, sure just, listen to that screaming uh, some will you suck just on let them cry mm-hmm. others will uh, yeah you gotta learn from you gotta uh, Darius Rucker that baby there you go that's where I was going it it came out weird and I almost wanted to edit it out the point is I was breastfed that's all I'm saying I'm not (laughs) bragging I kind of are I confused a pacifier for a formula I think Uh, I've never had a baby you guys by the way both both my kids used pacifiers Zoe probably used it too long uh, because it was our first child and we were scared to take it away (laughs) (laughs) with Charlie we were like we cut it off uh you know, I don't remember what what month it was, but probably short of a year year yeah. in. Uh, but yeah, I do I do think it's probably not great for the dental. Uh, like Zoe has brace or had braces in it because I think probably partly due to the use of a pacifier. You think so? Probably, but also uh, it stopped her from crying. So I I'll take that trade off. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> every day of the week. Uh, By the way, yeah, Chris first correct answer from a guest this season nice. i f- almost think entirely but Maybe i'm not 100 percent no sure we had that, one other because i remember really? jimmy i remember jimmy trying to figure out if he could venmo it was it was it pargetsy maybe oh no no he won because of the bet but there were two correct answers oh, last season oh, okay. uh, eric andre and nikki glazer both got him right but this hmm. season only correct answer from a guest cool. all right chris go. Furbanks, wow. gonna get so the five dollars some- venmo to him Okay, good. I went. I was wanting a certificate or something framed, but I'll I'll take the Venmo. Um, I think Incidentally, I have a pilot coming out on Venmo. Ne- uh, <laughs> see, I'm just trying to recall back. Yeah, fun comedy. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris Fairbanks has been our guest. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. 
It's, I like to be uh, on a show and then they say goodbye after you uh, do a shitty joke. <laughs> I want well, you, you to end it, on a clunker. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the Chris Fairbanks I know. Uh, Chris, before we go, how's your sister that I met uh, when I was in uh, uh, Spokane? She's great. And when I was in Montana, I, I drove through Spokane uh, and avoided fires. It was when everything was on oh, fire yeah. and we had so much fun. And uh, she's doing very well, and she's teaching, and uh, and uh, that is Spokane, Washington, is having kids go to school, and so it's scary. But uh, oh boy, but uh, yeah, the the head nurse in charge of all the schools is like a Trump person. Oh wow, uh, who thinks it's a hoax? Oh, uh, lovely. <laughs> But I think they're doing it as safely as they can. And and we've been talking a lot. I feel like I've been talking to my sister more lately than ever. So Uh, I I don't want that to go by what you said. A nurse thinks it's a hoax. Yes. Mm. She's like the uh, in charge of multiple schools in a district or, or something like that. I'm not I'm not sure. But she was making the decision for multiple schools. And she is a uh, virus denier or whatever. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. A medical person. <sighs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how to respond to it. I'm so, uh, I really wish we would have just said goodbye and ended the show before that <laughs> came out. That was really Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one thing to end on a clunky joke, but now you're just bringing everybody down. No, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, a, now, All I right. will tell you guys what's going on on my insides. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're going to keep it light. Keep it fun. Loosey goosey. Uh, all right. Chris Fairbanks has been our guest. Thank you. Uh, and of course, this episode will, while we're recording it on the uh, 2nd of November, uh, it will drop on Wednesday evening uh, where we may have some sort of idea on what happened during the election. We may not have any ideas, but uh hopefully this finds you in better spirits than the last time we recorded a show before the election and uh then had to hear that episode and four optimistic idiots so um <laughs> let's hope that everybody figured this one out and that uh, you are hearing this in uh in good spirits um and uh, so we will see you on the next episode. Well, of course the isolation files will come out before that uh so uh b- before our next uh, episode uh, full episode will come out Hi, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> On behalf of the pop culture beast, there he is up in Van Nuys, California. That's Garen Cockrell. In Palms, California, there in Dragon, Elliot Hochberg. Holding on the Ford at Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California. That's Matt Belknap. And of course, our great friend Chris Fairbanks. Now in Echo Park. I am Jimmy Pardo. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. AK 47 gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.